What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Love Yourself First. I first want to apologize to everybody for being gone so long. Um, I wasn't actually gone. <laughs> I, I was very, very busy, though. Incredibly busy. Like, the entire month of April was hectic for me. Um, and every time I've sat down to try and record an episode, there has been a problem. Like, even today alone... I have tried, this is probably my fifth or sixth time now trying to record this episode and there's always been a problem. So first it was the equipment, then it was my son, like it, there's just been a problem a whole step of the way. I almost actually finished an entire this entire episode and then I got a FaceTime call whenever I was recording it and I couldn't do anything. It stopped my recording and that was it. I can't add to it. I was, I was so, so, so mad. <laughs> so I really want to apologize. There's been so much going on. Um, you know, I was moving out of my old apartment, moving into this new one. Uh, it was my birthday and that's not always a very good thing for me. And everything's just been hectic. It's been absolutely hectic. Someone tried to break into this new apartment just the third night of being here. So Things have been very crazy for me. I am so sorry. <laughs> so I actually came up with the topic of today um, on my birthday, like two, three weeks ago, whenever whenever that was. And I, I decided that it was such an important topic for me personally. But I also had talked to some of the people that I really look to for help, helping me come up with topic ideas in the first place. And... I decided that today's topic is going to be about letting go. And letting go is a very important topic that I feel like everybody could use to, you know, have in their even in their little toolbox of, you know, mental health tools. And I I chose this because of something that did happen on my birthday as well. So letting go is hard, but it's something that you have to do. You absolutely have to do it because letting go is imperative in order to move forward. But in order to do that, you have to ask yourself a couple of questions. And that's just a matter of why are you holding on to certain things, right? So are you holding on because you're scared to move forward? Or are you scared that you'll forget maybe that person or the memory associated with that person? Are you holding on because it's traumatic and you haven't brought yourself to work through that trauma yet? These are all very important questions that you have to ask yourself when you're dealing with this matter of letting go. And not enough people ask themselves the question. And or the questions rather. And I feel like that's that's where a lot of people become stagnant at that point and they don't move forward from the matter at all. So to kick it off, I will go ahead and start off with what started my my thinking behind this topic in general. So two years ago, yes, I had a very traumatic experience on my birthday and I didn't want to do anything on my birthday last year. This year, I finally decided that, you know what, I can't allow my traumatic situation to dictate, you know, my happiness on my birthday. It's my birthday, you know? So I was really doing good. I wasn't thinking about, you know, everything that happened. I wasn't dwelling on it. You know, I was I was really just going with the flow of life and, you know, going every day, day by day, you know? I was doing fine. And then on my birthday, the prosecutors called for my case about everything that happened two years ago on my birthday. 
So I, I sat there on the bathroom floor of my old apartment, practically in tears, on the phone with prosecutors who had not a single amount of empathy or compassion at all because, you know, the military, the army, you know, they don't care about anyone at all. All they care about is their numbers. So, you know, they just were sitting there talking to me and it's it's just a group of these these old army officers, high-ranking officers, you know, captains and majors and stuff are on the phone with me and they're just going on not caring about what I'm saying. They first started off the conversation with, well, you know, how are you doing? You know, are you doing okay and everything? And I, I flat out was just like, are you serious? I'm not doing good. It's my birthday. And you want to talk about this on my birthday, knowing that the anniversary of what happened to me was yesterday. Why would you do that? You know, like why, why would you do that? And then not to, not to mention the whole point of the phone call was to discuss if I'm willing to travel to another country for a trial instead of having the attacker travel to where I am. They want me to go out of the country where they are. And it's wild. I'm just sitting there like, I gotta accommodate for the attacker. They don't, no one's gotta accommodate for the victim. Really? Like what? This is wild, you know? So I was so, so mad. I was upset. I was hurt. I was just all up in my emotions. And whenever that phone call finally ended, I was so relieved that it ended, but it didn't feel like it ended. I, I continued in my head and I was still in that moment. I was still in that memory and I wasn't like letting it go at that moment. You know, I wasn't trying to move out of it at that point. And that's when I was so lucky that my boyfriend had come into the room and he immediately recognized, you know, that bad vibes, first of all, she's not okay. She's not feeling good. This is not all right. I need to do something. So he asked me a very basic and simple two questions. First of all, he said, can you do anything about it right now? And I thought about it. I, I really thought, you know, and I'm like, there's nothing I can do. No, I can't call anybody about this. No one's going to do anything. No one can do anything, you know, and the only person that can do something is the general and no one's just going to hand out a general's phone number to me, <laughs> you know? So I was like, you know, no, there's, there's not anything I can do about this right now. And his second question was, then why are you worrying about it? And that was really all I needed to hear. It was so valid and it, and it was so pure and simple. Honestly, it, it was just that simple. Why was I worrying about it if there's nothing I can do about it right now? It's my birthday. Would I rather sit there and worry about something that I can't fix or solve right here, right now, or anytime soon for that matter? Or would I rather enjoy the time that I have, eat some ice cream cake, and enjoy the fact that I'm 23? Like, you know, what, what would I rather do? So I came to the conclusion of if I can't do anything about it in the next five seconds, the next five minutes, hours, days, weeks, even months, I'm not going to dwell on it because it's not going to solve anything. You can't tell me that at a single point in time, just sitting there dwelling on a problem day in and day out, every single day, actually solved the problem. It's one thing to actually work actively on solutions for that problem, but I'm talking about you just legitimately sitting there and and just being in your feelings about it 
and thinking about it over and over again, replaying it in your head over and over again. You're not writing down, you know, like strategies or anything like that to overcome it or fix it. You're just dwelling on it. That doesn't fix anything. So when I came to that conclusion, I decided this would be a very good thing to share for this episode. If you cannot fix it right then and there or in the near future, do not dwell on it. Don't do that. Worry about it whenever you it comes time, whenever it actually is time for you to be able to do something or whatever the case may be. But don't sit there and dwell on things. It's not going to help. So with all of that, I did not want this whole episode to be about, you know, traumatic experiences or anything like that. I wanted it to be more centered upon letting go of old relationships. Because this whole thing of letting go, I'm not talking about grief at all when it comes to death. Because only you can decide what is an appropriate amount of time for you to grieve over somebody's death. I, I'm not going to come to you right now and tell you that, you know, if someone in your life has died, you know, X, Y, and Z years ago, that you have to get over it right now. I'm not going to tell you that. I will never tell you that. So I'm not touching on that aspect of it at all. If you want to apply any of this to that, feel free. But I am not telling you that. So letting go of old relationships is really important to be honest because i mean new relationships can be very very healing very healing and very comforting and oftentimes they're actually exactly what you need in the area of support you know because no matter what we're dealing with it's always good to have somebody in our corner it's always good to feel like we have somebody in our corner right so having a new relationship can help with that you have somebody that's there, you know, they're actively supporting you through what you're going through. If they're not actively supporting you then with what you're going through, obviously you shouldn't be in a relationship with them. However, with that all being said, though, I'm not saying that you need to go out and look for a new relationship in order to let go. But what I am saying is maybe in order to let go, you need to allow yourself to see that other people are even an option in the first place. Because how can you know what you don't know that you don't know? You get me? <laughs> you know, how do you know that there's nobody else out there for you? That there's no other relationship that can benefit your life or make you feel good or anything like that if you don't even allow yourself to see that there are other people in the world? There are billions of other people in this world. And you're going to try and tell me that only one person is is the only person you can possibly see that, that things could work out with or whatever after you had all that bad stuff happen. You know, there's that's the problem is that there's been so many people that are telling me that, you know, they've been in this awful, terrible relationship or whatever. You know, of course, every relationship does have its good moments. No matter how awful it does end up to be, there are always going to be a few little shines of sunshine or rays of sunshine in there somewhere. So I think a lot of people are looking more onto those little rays of sunshine as if those little rays of sunshine trump the fact that during that entire relationship it was just one giant storm cloud and every once in a while there was a ray of sunshine that passed through that cloud i think that that's what people are are trying to omit is that that rain cloud was even there in the first place and that's what needs to stop so you don't have to go out and find a new relationship, no. But there are people who are talking to me at this moment, you know, that are telling me that there are people who are trying to come into their life and they're they're shutting it down. You know, they're not allowing these people to come into their life because they're scared. 
They're scared that it's going to end up just like it ended up before in, in their old relationship. But what you're failing to understand is that your old relationship was with a whole different person. It wasn't with this new person that's trying to be a part of your life at all. You know, so that that's something that not, not enough people understand is that everyone isn't the same. No matter how similar we can all be, everyone is not the same at all. So you can't sit there and put expectations on somebody that has never really gotten to know you and you haven't gotten to know them. You can't put those expectations on them just because there are other people that have done different. There's always going to be someone that's going to do differently, okay? So you can't you can't just completely subjugate them to one area forever. Just open up a little bit, you know? Like I said, how can you know what you don't know that you don't know? Oftentimes we limit ourselves into a way of thinking and it's it's just so negative, you know, and it, and it keeps us permanently stagnant instead of progressing and learning, achieving, you know, adapting. And to be honest, all of it, in my opinion, every little bit of it is centered entirely around the fear of the unknown. The fear that you just you just don't know what is going to happen. You don't know what the outcome is. And that's what's terrifying to you. And that's what the problem is. You're, you're being afraid to take this risk, but honestly, all of that kind of can go right back to our anxiety coping mechanism of counteracting your thoughts, right? Because I, I sat there and I was, I was thinking about it and there's always this gas station that my mom always used to go to. And one day they changed the name of that gas station and she had to go to a new gas station. During the, her thought process of going to that new gas station, not one time did she sit there and think that something bad was going to happen because she went to a different gas station. And I feel like that can be applied to so many different things. I feel like a lot of people fail to realize just how interconnected just about all of this stuff really is. Because you're sitting here and you're saying you don't want to meet anybody new. You don't want to let anybody new in. You know, you're, that's that's awful. That could end. That could end terribly, right? That's what a lot of people are sitting there thinking with that mindset. But when you're thinking of trying a new gas station, a new taco at Taco Bell, a new restaurant in general, whatever the case may be, maybe oh yeah, Quaker came out with oat milk, whatever that is. You know, maybe you want to try that. <laughs> it's not passing through your mind that whatever the outcome of those little things will be will be something terrible and awful and life-changing in a bad way like you're not literally thinking that like if you go and take a sip of this oat milk you're gonna die I mean unless you're allergic to it of course but in other aspects of it you know you're not that's not the thought process process that most people have on that right so why have that thought process when it comes to your relationships and moving forward right it doesn't make any sense to just sit there and feel one way about certain things and then a different way about the others. That's really all the same matter. And it all lies behind your fear. You don't know and that's okay. You know, it's it's easy to be scared of what you don't know. But you can't because you're going to limit yourself. You're not going to progress. You're not going to learn anything new. You're not going to achieve anything new. And you're not going to be adapting to anything because you're just going to be stuck in that same routine. You're going to be stagnant. And you're not going to be moving forward. If you're always afraid to take the risk, you're going to just sit there in the same position. So stagnation is what we want to avoid in all of this. 
and you want to be able to continue to progress in life and move forward and make new memories, meet new people and everything. But you can't do that if you're holding on to everything in the past, every wrong thing that's been done to you, how it's been done to you and everything. And I'm not telling you you need to forget everything that happened, but you need to acknowledge it happened, learn from it and let it fly away into the wind. So with that little metaphor, I'm going to bring you to the little exercise that I created. And it's a corny little metaphor. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of corny, but it kind of helps. It's kind of relaxing as well. So dandelions, we call them blowflowers in my household. Um, But you know, the little, the little fuzzy things, you know, that happen with dandelions, you know, not the yellow ones, but the little fuzzy ones. When you pick up a dandelion, and you blow the seeds off, they create more dandelion plants, right? But only after the seeds have let go of the plant. It's not going to create a new plant if that seed stays on that one dandelion, right? They have to blow away, they have to spread the seeds, they have to go far away, you know, and grow into new plants. So picture yourself, visualize it blowing those memories away into the wind. Visualize that all of those little dandelion seeds on top of that dandelion are all of the memories, all of the baggage that you are trying to let go of and blow it away into the wind. Watch the wind carry it off away because you're not going to know where all of them are going to land, you know. So blow them all into the wind and watch them just carry away. And make sure that you are visualizing that these are the bad memories. These are the old memories. These are all the things that you're trying to let go of flying away into the wind. And they are going to go off and they are going to plant new dandelion plants. They're going to plant new memories. And now that all of the seeds are off of this dandelion, it's a clear slate. You know, that, that, that there's room now for new memories to be created. There's room now for new people to be brought in. And why would you want to hold on to all those bad things? You know, question that. Question everything. Everything is so easily questioned. It really is. You just have to ask the question. Why not make room for new memories rather than hold on to old ones that disrupt your peace or put you in a bad place or make you upset? Why? Are you holding on to things out of the fear of being ostracized or ridiculed for something, feeling a certain way or believing a certain thing? Is that what it is as well? These are all questions that you need to ask yourself. So I'm going to recap real quick on all the questions that I want you to actually honestly and unbiasedly ask yourself. Is unbiasedly a word? Whatever, you know, if it is, it is, whatever. (laughs) Be unbiased is my point. So ask yourself these questions right here. Feel free to write them down if you need to. Are you holding on because you're scared to move forward? Are you holding on because you're scared that you will forget? Whether it be that person or that memory attached to that person. Are you holding on because it's traumatic and you have not brought yourself to work through all of that trauma? Or are you holding on out of the fear of being ostracized, being ridiculed, you know, A lot of people tend to have that problem more than anything is that they're afraid that their friends or whoever is going to judge them for feeling and thinking a certain way or believing certain things, you know, because it's 
not the social norm or it's different from others. And I've already spoken about, you know, how I feel about that. Be different, be you unapologetically in every possible way. So don't worry about what everybody else is, is thinking, whatever they're feeling about a certain thing, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because I, I said this the other day to somebody who was, you know, they're a, an extreme people pleaser. They have to make sure that everybody else is pleased, not themselves, of course, but everyone else has to be pleased. And this person was sitting here, you know, well, well my mom and my grandma, they're going to think, and I, and I sat there and I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. If you go and get pregnant, who's going to carry the baby? You're going to carry the baby or are they going to carry the baby? While wow, the whole duration of the pregnancy. And she said, well, I am. And I said, exactly. When you go to pick out your wedding dress because you're getting married, is someone else going to pick it for you or are you going to pick it? Well, I am is what she said, right? It goes on for any any aspect that has to do with your life. When you're going to pick out a house for your, you want to finally get a new house or whatever the case may be, you're not going to go and say, hey, I need you to pick the house for me or whatever. Or say someone comes up to you and they're like, well, I'm going to pick the house for you because I know what I'm doing and you don't. It's it's your house, <laughs> you know, so you're going to pick it, of course. Right. So point being, it is your life. No one else can live your life for you. So feel what you want to feel. Believe what you want to believe. Think what you want to think. Do not allow yourself to be this people-pleasing person that, you know, you can't feel or think the things that you want to just because it's not going to make everybody happy. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that at all. Worry about you and your happiness. So let go of all of that. And it's okay to let go. Don't, don't worry about being ostracized. Don't worry about being ridiculed. Don't worry about what's going to happen next you can't sit there in that that thought process counteract those negative thoughts what if this does or what if this happens oh no turn it into but what if it doesn't happen what if everything goes right always turn it into that so without further ado i would like to conclude this episode with one last note because this is also a very important thing and i feel like a lot of you aren't just listening just to help yourselves but you're also listening to help other people like i am and I want to say, don't get discouraged when you're trying to help someone with depression. It can be very incredibly frustrating, I know, because all you want is for them to be happy. You just want them to get better. But if depression were that simple in the first place, no one would have depression. If they could just be happy, you know, it, it doesn't work like that. And I know it can get very frustrating when you try to say positive things and they counteract it with a negative response in return every time. But don't give up on them. Please keep being their light because they're clearly in a dark place and they need to see your light. The more they see your light, the more they can make the change within themselves because they know that light is possible. Again, that goes all the way back to how can you know what you don't know that you don't know? It makes a lot of sense when you really sit there and think about that because in depression, oftentimes you don't know that light is a possibility when darkness seems to be the only option. Light is very, very available for you and you most definitely can have it. So please do not give up on those people. The last thing they want or need is for you to give up on them, please. I know it's hard, I know it's difficult, but you can do it. They can do it. You guys have to just stay strong. That's all. So 
without further ado, like I said, I want to go ahead and conclude this episode. I do want to say a big thank you to my international listeners. It literally brought tears to my eyes to check and see that I had over 700 plays total on all of my episodes and I had all these international people listening to this. It it brings me so much joy to know that I am reaching that many hearts in the world and I am so happy to know that. Thank you for 100 followers on Instagram. I I couldn't do any of this without all of you. You guys really make this this worth it for me. So please keep on reaching out. Um, I will be back with a new episode very soon. Please, 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 please feel free to reach out with topic suggestions. <laughs> so I don't got to do this all on my own. But yeah, just go ahead. Message me, whatever. I hope everybody has a beautiful rest of your week, a beautiful day, all of that. I will be back shortly. I promise I won't be back in four weeks again. It'll be much sooner than that. So have a good day, everybody. Thanks for listening. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Love Yourself First. It's been a while. Um, During everything that's been going on in the world right now, I felt it was only right to maintain the focus of the world onto the specific topic that it is already on, and that is Black Lives Matter. I really don't want to stray away from that topic whatsoever at all. I've already made my stance clear. I am a black mother and I have a black son. I don't need to elaborate much more than that. So I I wanted to go ahead and make this episode all about recharging your batteries. Um, obviously, that's a metaphor. <laughs> But I felt like it was very important because I found myself triggered for quite some time now, honestly. Um, There was a situation that happened a few weeks ago, and I've been triggered ever since. It's been pretty rough for me. And I realized that I really needed to take a break from everything, you know, and just chill out, sit back, you know, and just kind of watch life happen for just a little bit in order to regather myself, I guess you could say. So without further ado, today's topic is recharging your batteries. How much can you honestly do for yourself when your your energy is just drained? Just really think about that for a second. How much can you do for yourself, for others, whether you're a mom or dad, uh, just a friend or, you know, you don't even have, you know, someone to care for. You just have yourself to care for. How much can you really get accomplished when you don't have any energy? I mean, like when you're not not just physically tired, you know, but mentally tired as well. Like how much can you really accomplish, especially like, you know, for students, you know, college and high school students out there? How much work are you getting done or what is the quality of your work that you're getting done while you're doing all your homework and everything for school? Is it even your normal quality? If it's not, then you really need to take a break for a second, recharge your batteries. And I mean... Like, you need to take a break from all of the responsibilities that you have. Like, I I mean, of course, you know, make sure that everything's in order before you do this. You can't just, you know, go ahead and do it whenever you please sometimes, sadly. But, you know, sometimes you have to just set everything to the side and take a break for a little bit. Me, sometimes I need days. Sometimes I need weeks. But for the most part, you know, after that time frame has passed, I feel so much better. And I know that I can give 100% of effort for every situation I have in my life. 
So that's what you need to always do is give yourself the best opportunity at maximum effort for every situation that you're going to go through. And I say that because you never know what situation will be that game changer for you. What's that one moment that's going to change your life forever? You never know that until it comes, right? So you have to be prepared in some type of capacity. Like You have to have some type of brain power there. And that's not going to happen if you're not properly taking care of yourself. I understand we all get busy. You know, I, I totally get that. Trust me. College student, I'm a mom, all that. Like, I get it. I totally get it. It's hard sometimes to just sleep. <laughs> not to mention I have PTSD. So trust me, I, I get that. All right. It happens. It's hard for us to sleep. It's hard for us to relax. It's It's hard. And that's exactly why you have to do it. Because it's so necessary. I know it's not easy, but it's so necessary for you to maintain your health and your sanity, honestly. Just to just to calm down, sit back, relax, take a break for a little bit, whatever you gotta do, just breathe. You know, just breathe and be in the moment. You know, don't don't just sit there and breathe and be like, Okay, now I can do it. Like, no. Really sit back and breathe. Calm down. Look outside, see what the weather's like. You know, I, I feel like a lot of times we get caught up and we're, you know, we're taking on everybody else's problems. We're taking on all of our problems at the same time while we're taking on everybody else's. We're trying to maintain ourselves, making sure that we don't have our own mental breakdown, but we don't want anyone else to have a mental breakdown either. So we got to be there for them, you know. We got to make sure that everybody's okay, you know, but we're not making sure we are okay, you know. So, I mean, I sat here the other day and I just, I got real frustrated because I'm sitting there realizing that, that you know, my cup, I, I always, I, I love to use this metaphor now, thanks to one of my friends, it's a metaphor. So what happens when your cup's empty? You're thirsty, you need more water, right? So it's just the same thing as your batteries, right? When your battery's dead, what do you have to do? You got to charge your battery. It's the same thing. We have the same things within ourselves. You know, our bodies tell us, you know, when we need water and whatnot. So it's the same thing. When my cup is empty because I'm pouring all of this stuff out for everyone else, making sure everyone else is okay, what's left for me? Nothing but an empty cup. You know, so you just got to sit there. Okay, so what? I'm supposed to just keep pouring more and more of myself out into someone else's cup? into another situation that ain't really got nothing to do with me that's not going to benefit me or whatever what about when my cup's empty or or even better what about when my cup's too full now that can be taken two different ways but the way that i'm wanting to look at it myself is what happens when i'm dealing with too much you know too much at one time and i need somebody to take some of the weight off my shoulders i need somebody to take from my cup a little bit because I have too much you know think about those things too because there are a lot of people who don't actually realize that they're holding on to everybody else and making sure everybody else is okay but they have an empty cup they have a dead battery so at that point they're not giving a hundred percent so the, the friends that you know you confide in or whatever consider that next time you know if you get into a fight or whatever with them or feel offended because you know they weren't there for you or whatever consider that maybe they needed a break you know maybe they were tired maybe they, they just they couldn't do much more than they were already doing you know not all of us have the same capacity to do the same things right 
So consider what you're giving up for people before you keep breaking your back for them. You know, consider how how is this going to make you feel both long-term and short-term? Like, are you going to be physically burdened by this in any type of way? Are you going to be emotionally or mentally burdened by this? Is this going to hurt you in some type of way? Will this benefit you in the future? Will it make anything better in your life at all? Will it be better one day in the future because you're doing this specific thing? Just brainstorm some of these things, you know, before you make these decisions. But the point of the matter is you have to sit there and self-care sometimes. You really have to. You have to. You have to self-care and self-love because if you don't, you're not going to be at your maximum effort. You're not going to be able to give 100% of yourself to your situations. You're not going to be able to have this well-oiled machine mentality, you know? You're not going to be able to do it. So you need to be calm. You need to relax. You need to take breaths and everything, slow breathing techniques, whatever it takes for you to feel calm, relaxed, comfortable, whatever the case may be, you got to do that meditation yoga there's tons and tons and tons of things that calm people down whatever calms you down the best try it try it and just sit down relax breathe for a second put your feet up look outside do something but just calm down and breathe for a second so loving loving yourself i i always seem to get this com this question to me you know how am I supposed to love myself? You know, I don't know where to start with this. And, you know, or, or people will say, oh, yeah, I'm taking a bubble bath, you know, self-love. And while, while that's fine and dandy, you know, that is self-love. I feel like everybody sim seems to think that self-love is just bubble baths and spa days and just self-indulgence. And it's not. It's not at all. Most people focus on the physical aspect of loving yourself. But it's really strongly rooted in the internal instead of the external. That's what people forget to realize. Yes, you want your, your outside to look and feel good and everything. I understand it. It is a part of self-care for sure. But don't forget about the self-care on the inside too. You still got to work on what's on the inside as well. You can't just you know go ahead and take your little bubble bath and then not cleanse your spirit not cleanse your soul, not give your soul a chance to relax and rejuvenate itself the way that you just allowed your skin to. You have to do it both inside and out. That is so incredibly important. And another thing about it is there's something that, you know, most people just don't take into consideration. And I feel like this is such a valuable thing to consider. Understand that you're the only you. The only you there is not a single exact duplicate of you I've, I've heard that even identical twins are not fully identical so even then that goes to show you right there you are unique your very existence is unique in itself because there is no one else in the entire world who is like you no one else can duplicate you or what you do or who you are, what you are, anything. No one can do that. You're the only you. So honestly, that right there is a huge reason for you to sit there and appreciate yourself a little more, love yourself a little bit more. So 
we can't expect ourselves to be happy and love who we are if we're too focused on what others' opinions are. That's also another big problem that I, I always seem to come across. People are always asking me, like, oh, what do I do about this girl? You know, what if what if my, my boyfriend or my, my, my best friend, whatever, you know, what if they reach out to them instead of me and blah, 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 blah. And look, I get it. I get it. It's easy to be insecure. It really is. But that's exactly what that is. It's just an insecurity of your of your own that you have. There is nothing that is that is there to sit there and say that that is exactly what's going to happen. There's nothing that's going to sit there and say that, yes, for sure, your husband or boyfriend or girlfriend or best friend or whatever is going to cheat on you or leave you or whatever. There's nothing that says that just because there are other women or men in the world who look a little better or have something different than you have or whatever the case may be it doesn't matter there are plenty of beautiful men and women in this entire world and we are all going to sit there and feel insecure if we sit there and look at everybody else as a competition it's not a competition don't don't let that sit in your head at all okay there's always going to be somebody who can do something a little bit better or different in some type of way there will always be people out there who, you know, just have different skills, different talents. They may do it better than us. They may try to do it better than us or something. You know, they may strive to have the same things that we have. Just don't get yourself so wrapped up in, in that and think that everything is a competition. It doesn't matter. As long as you're happy, that's all that matters. That's really it. Like, legitimately, anyone who asks me what my idea of success is, it's happiness complete happiness it really is because if I'm happy with whatever job I'm doing or whatever the case may be the accomplishments that I have made in my life then I feel like I am successful and to me it's not about all the materialistic stuff it's not about the degrees or whatever the case may be because you don't have to go to college to to have happiness in your life you don't have to go to college to make your dreams come true at all you don't have to do that I don't know what that is about this society that makes you think that you know you have to do that but you don't I promise you you don't I'm not saying you you know don't go to college you know but if you don't want to that's fine that's perfectly fine so all you need to be worried about is your opinion that's all I'm trying to say if it makes you happy or satisfied or it doesn't make you happy or it doesn't satisfy you that's all you need to really be sitting there thinking about because a lot of the time, and I get on so many people in my life about this all the time because I, I always say, like, stop talking crap about yourself. You know, I always say that because I hate to hear the people I love say bad things about themselves. And an old philosopher, Rene Descartes, he always said, I think, therefore I am. And that has so much of a of a deeper meaning than than it is on the surface. It truly does because... It's telling you right then and there. Your thoughts are exactly what dictates your life and your future, you know? And if things are going to continue on the same path that they are. So if you think that you're this, you're that, and you sit there and you constantly say it and you, you know, you bring it out all the time, of course, that's exactly what's going to happen. If you constantly put negative into the world, you will get a negative outcome. It's just facts. 
It really is. So I think, therefore, I am. So start thinking positive thoughts, therefore, you will be. Okay, just consider these things. I'm telling you, it will really honestly make things better and easier. So it doesn't matter if that guy or girl from school or work or even a stranger doesn't like you or an aspect of you or whatever. You weren't put on this earth to please any of them. Any of them. None of them. You weren't put on this earth to please these people. You you don't have to worry about their opinion, especially a stranger. Are you really ever going to see that person again? Like, be honest with yourself. How often do you sit there and think about, am I ever going to see this stranger at Starbucks ever again? And ask yourself, have you actually seen that person like numerous times after that? Like, you really have to just sit here and consider these things. You know, like with school for me, I had to sit there and really realize that five years from then, none of it would matter. Now here I am, I graduated like, what, like eight years ago or something? Seven years ago? Eight years? Something ago. I don't know. A long time ago. <laughs> and honestly, I don't remember a lot of people's names at all. Like majority of the people I went to school with, if they didn't have a significant impact on my life, I don't remember their names. I don't remember half the people I graduated with. I don't remember half the people that I went to school with, if they didn't have some type of significant impact on my life or leave me with a significant memory, I don't remember them. I really don't. Like, yeah, I have tons of crappy memories from high school, you know, and I remember those people very well, you know, that contributed to those terrible memories. But I really realized that all the stuff that went down in high school doesn't even matter at all. It didn't matter even a year later. Like, literally, it was over with immediately. <laughs> so, think about that, too, for my high school and college students. Like, it's not worth it at all. It's really not. If if it really is not going to affect your life in the next three to five years, I really don't think you need to be stressing over it at all. You really don't. It's a waste of stress. It really is. And you're missing out on valuable opportunities and great memories because you're worried about something that probably won't even matter really soon so consider all of that please before you go through this long process of I don't know how to love myself or why should I love myself consider all of these things because these are very important things to get to that healthy spot that you're wanting to be at so what it all boils down to is that we're all focused on the wrong things. That or we're focused on too many things, much like I usually am, unfortunately. So when we do these things, we start to feel weaker sometimes. Sometimes we even feel sick. I I personally deal with that quite a bit. Like if I get too stretched the <laughs> stretched. <laughs> if I get too stressed out, I get sick. Like, I start to feel physically, like, nauseous, and I get cramps, my stomach starts hurting, like, I can't eat, it's it's pretty rough. Like, if I get really stressed out bad enough, and especially if it mixes with an anxiety attack, oh my gosh, it's awful, you know? So, I have to sit here and take these breaks sometimes. I have to step away, you know, because when I sit there and I feel like, I'm under a spotlight, you know, and all these people are going to judge me, you know, and I'm, I'm worried about their opinions. 
I'm worried about this. I'm worried about that. I'm worrying about too many different things. And I'm focused on all of these, these things that I don't need to be focused on. And it's making me feel physically sick. That's not good. You know, and then if that's if that's what my physical side is, think about what my mental side is going through. You know, like, I'm going to use a Spongebob reference. This is perfect. Remember when Spongebob was up in his head and there was a whole fire just everywhere. The papers are going everywhere. Like, all the mini little Spongebobs are losing their mind. That's how my mind is when I'm feeling like that. It's terrible. So... During this time frame, we begin to let depression slip through the cracks. And then at that point, we have a battle to fight. So at that point, you also, again, have to consider all this stuff and ask yourself, is this worth it? Because I am tired. And if you are tired, if you want to acknowledge the fact that you are tired, that is your surefire sign right there. Take a break and recharge your batteries. Because when depression starts to slip through the cracks, that is exactly the moment right there when you need to go ahead and cut that off. So we all need to have the mental energy for recharging our batteries. We have to have that energy. If we don't have that energy, we're not going to be able to just participate in life. We really aren't. <laughs> Those are the days when, you know, you're hitting snooze nine times on your alarm clocks and everything because you didn't get enough sleep. You're not mentally prepared for the day that you have. You don't want to go ahead and go through with the day that you have. And then at that point, you're already starting the day at like 70% mental capacity. You don't have the energy to go forward with 100% of whatever it is you have to do. So that might be a day that you have a promotion um, you're up for a presentation or something like that. Something important could be happening that day. And you didn't take the time to take care of your mental health, your energy, protect your vibe. You didn't do those things. That's why self-love and self-care is so important. That right there is exactly why. Taking breaks is imperative. Especially, you know, for students and and parents you know that have to go through so much at at one time like honestly being a parent is really really crazy it's really hard sometimes and especially when you're a young parent at that you know older parents i feel like over time it gets somewhat easier not much easier really um but it's hard you know because you're managing so many different things at one time and it's so hard to just be able to take a break. Like as a mom, it is always so hard for me to be able to just take a break. That's also another huge reason why I don't get to get my episodes out to you guys when I want to as well. Cause sometimes like I'm I'm ready to do it. You know, I'm I'm okay, I'm feeling good, but then I have two screaming toddlers. <laughs> so it's it's hard. It's hard to get a moment of quiet. It's hard to get a moment of peace. I know in this crazy world, it is so hard sometimes. But we have to find a way. No matter what, what way it is, we have to find a way some way. So if you need to, reach out to me. I can provide you with the list of things that I do whenever I take a break from, you know, everything like that. You know, and it, that does entail taking a break from social media for a little bit, however long you you need you know, I don't usually have to take a break from social media that long, but it is hard for me to not post something sometimes. So 
it's it's definitely something you have to train your mind for because we're so used to just let's take this on let's take this on let's take this on let's take this on and at that point you're just overloading yourself and you have to stop you have to calm down take a break and just breathe so that's all I really have for you guys today um I really hope everybody's doing okay um I hope everybody stays safe during all of the craziness in the world right now. Please, please, please stay safe and please love yourselves a little more and love each other a lot more. I think that's a really big thing that we all need to do right now is just love each other a lot more. In the meantime, stay strong. Power to the protesters. Black Lives Matter. Love yourself first.